0: Hello, and welcome to another Just The Sip. I'm actually really excited about today because I've known this young lady for almost 10 years. And I have to be honest, she is the same person today that I met 10 years ago. Maybe a little richer, maybe a tiny bit more successful, but this woman has had a great story. We've all watched her career blossom before our eyes. She is a singer. She is a songwriter. She is an actress. She is the one and only Christina Milian. Bring her ass in here because we have a lot to sip today. She sings. She acts. She dances. She makes beignets. Please welcome the triple threat, Christina Milian.
1: Hello, honey. Hi.
0: You are one busy woman
1: Uh you know I stay busy honey from the beginning we've known each other we've stay busy been, but
0: but you are doing it you're acting you. you're singing <laughs> you have a few businesses tell me about those I do
1: um, well outside of my acting and my singing I have um, you know, I have a jewelry line, yes. a House of Fine Gold, it's 14 karat jewelry, earrings, necklaces, all that kind of stuff, and rings and stuff. And then I also, um, with our friend, by the way.
0: Amen ha- on the beignet business. Yes,
1: I have a beignet business. I, I we started off with a truck and it's called Beignet Box. We're building our franchise. Um, my friend Liz Morris and I actually were roommates in the past, like we've all been roommates with Liz. Um-
0: Everybody has been to the Sugar Shack. That's yes. actually where I met you, at the Sugar Shack. We did meet at the Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack was always oh, the, that the was spot. That I was mean, the spot.
1: Sugar Shack is the beginning of all these relationships and friendships.
0: A lot has changed since I met you nine years ago. Yeah. You recently met the love of your life, Matt Pecora.
1: Oh, I did, I did. That's so nice that you even refer him to him as that, because he is that, he's the one. I definitely, I feel that with him, and um, we actually are, we've made a baby together, which I'm excited about. But yeah, I never imagined I'd be halfway across the world and meet this handsome amazing person at a restaurant and my life would change like that I kind of prayed for it though so don't think I didn't expect it I was like lord all right I'm gonna get rid of all this poisonous toxic Mm -hmm. stuff I'm gonna focus on the good and I was just praying prayed 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 up because I was getting tired of being lonely all that other stuff like partying and doing all the fun stuff it's cool and all and it's good some of it goes well for career yeah but some of it just doesn't really add up and when you actually kind of like eliminate some of that and sacrifice certain things so that you can receive the thing that you really would like it works out
0: but that's my question because you know I've been single a long time you were single and playing the field for a minute how hard was it to accept that real love
1: the first thing is loving yourself and knowing what you deserve right. and to be honest with you it's like i'm 30 at the time i was 35 36 i have a kid everything i'm like you know i deserve this i did pray on it and i have faith Your so heart that was faith open. yes my heart was open and my faith was like just strong
0: yeah but i mean listen you're christina million you're successful you're what? beautiful you can't tell me you what? couldn't find a man in la who was ready for this blessing because i feel like there have been plenty of men. <laughs> ready for that blessing. Well,
1: you just said, I couldn't find a man in LA. LA is kind of one of the places that people go for their career you have to worry about people being competitive with each other like are they jealous are they down for you like are they gonna be like mad if you like more successful than them or something it's like kind of weird over here if you're looking for love in LA did
0: you find yourself dimming your light a little bit to be with these men
1: I've done it before in my early stages in life I would dim my light a little and then I think technically the dim my light was like girl what are you doing with him (laughs) some of them was like I wasn't dimming my light I was still doing my thing, but they necessarily weren't the right fit. They weren't the right fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it could be a little
0: intimidating to date you. Me? Yes. I've seen you with no makeup. I've seen you on the dance floor. I've seen you in a movie. Like, for me i feel like as a man you have to be so correct with yourself and mm-hmm. is that matthew matthew as they say in matthew, France? matthew
1: yes matthew oh yeah he definitely is he's confident he's like about his business he's also a family person he's a great just person in general um and just really nice um, and he loves what he does and he's focused. So, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely don't think he's intimidated by me because he definitely knows he's fine. I definitely know <laughs> I'm fine too. So, and we can both catch whoever we wanted. We, if we wanted to, we could just get anybody that we wanted, but we both don't have that kind of like. Yeah, we're, we're like, you play, if you play me, you play yourself. And that's the same attitude that he has. So, it's like that, that with that, we don't have to worry about anything. So,
0: he's seen the Cuban.
1: <laughs> Obviously, oh, the Cuban women. Because you
0: bitches are spicy. We Cuban can be women. Spicy.
1: Yeah. Now, I know
0: people ask this question all the time of which do you prefer, acting or singing? But mm-hmm. I want to know this. Which industry is less bull?
1: Oh, the film industry, yeah.
0: It's easier. It's less.
1: It's easier. It's better. It's more professional for me. Uh, compared to music? Yeah. Yeah, music, the industry is ever evolving. I mean, it's a great business you have to be extremely passionate to deal with the actually the ups and downs the types of people you may deal with some people are about that life some people are you know shady you Mm -hmm. got all types of it's a it's a crazy business but it's also it's very rewarding if you're successful at it you know um but at the end of the day for me the film industry and the film business is pretty straight laced. I love doing movies. I love playing a character role. I'm out for what two months, sometimes six months on a series. Yeah. I film, I do my job, then after that I can move on to the next project. You know, you get paid.
0: You get that check comes.
1: <laughs> you do your promo. It's all pretty much set and done. It's mapped out for you. So that's what I do love about it. I can kind of plan my life around it. Compared to music, you don't know what to like what to expect.
0: It seems like it's easier to get in now yet no one has the longevity that you guys had coming in Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's it's about the gimmick it's about the quick hit it's about the get out you had album on album on album like Mm -hmm. does it ever frustrate you that these people get it so easy now
1: i don't think they got it that easy i think everybody has a story it seems like it's easier and I mean they they're just they're just wise about like you make a hit you make a hit sometimes you make a hit off of a dance challenge you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the longevity it's up to them how long they want their careers to last um I root for anybody in the music like who actually succeeds in, in music because it's actually not that easy as it looks um you know and there's yes there are some songs that are a gimmick and stuff but does it last long I mean, that's, that's you know, who knows yeah. what the case is, you know. I l- I'm all about my longevity and being here for the long run. So, um, you know, there's probably a billion more artists that are still trying to hustle compared to the ones that are making yeah. it. so um, So I root for those that are like, that are making it and that are struggling to make it, but it's all about like just like staying in the game. It's that patience. Yeah. It's like how much do you really, really love it? Yeah, some <laughs> people are trying to survive. You know, I'm not even mad at anybody. Just survival mode. They're like they turn to music.
0: Well, music is the wild wild west in my because pe- there's no governor. Like no one governs that.
1: Ooh, uh, this is happening here. That is happening kinda there. Kind of like that though, because sometimes these days we're like you know. When you have everybody governing everything, there's something that's just not equal. So everybody has their own say now.
0: Yeah. What's more intimidating, releasing an album or releasing a movie?
1: Releasing an album. Why? Everything falls on you, the success of it or not. Same thing goes with the movie, too, but at least you're playing a role. In music, you're playing yourself. (laughs) And you might get played or you might get played. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now let me ask you this because I know, you know, BB Rexa just came out and said that there was an executive who told her that she couldn't be sexy because of her age. What? Did you ever have to deal with bullshit? within the industry
1: i mean i definitely went through all types of stuff i mean even just getting dropped when i got dropped uh from def jam like that in itself was like i was in the height of just putting out my fourth album i believe and within one week out of nowhere they dropped me and a bunch of other artists like just because they were just making a, a cut of like an artist cut no warning no warning at all i was about to go on mtv honey i was about to go on mtv i had a cover of vibe magazine everything was set and out of nowhere I still did everything I was going to do that same week because I was like, it was a shock. And at the same time, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to let this bring me down because this is just weird. And at the same time, my fans are counting on me.
0: But how do you go on live TV after getting that call?
1: You have a big old fake smile. <laughs> <laughs> you just do your job. Honestly, the the shocks, like it's not even a shock. you just kind of like... And I'm such a happy person, too, so it's kind of like it doesn't really hit you. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to be fine. I'll, I'll still move on, and I'll be fine. I guess the optimistic person in me is always like, all right, well, this is weird as ever, but I'm going to, I guess I got to figure it out. What am I going to do? But I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to sit here struggling and crying about it. You know, I eventually cried about it. I did cry, and I think everybody needs to get that out when you have something like that happen. But I didn't let it stop me. I said it's time to come up with a new plan, and, you know, we started working on new plans.
0: Yeah. I feel like you were shielded from a lot in the music industry because you had your mom there. Thank God, yeah, I did. Who kind of walked you through life. Yes. Carmen don't play. No, she doesn't. Carmen, don't motherfucking play. No. How do you think your life would have been or your experience would have been different had you not had your family so close to you?
1: Ooh, gosh, I couldn't even tell you. Since I can remember, I dreamed of being uh, like, on a stage, being a star. Yeah. And I didn't want anything to take that away from me. So, God willing, I thank you for my my parents' upbringing, for teaching me that I can do it and also to stay out of trouble. Yeah, So because of that, if they weren't around, I feel like I would've still made some really good choices. But I think at a young age, it is important to have somebody that you can trust. And I preferred to have my mom with me. It was almost at, you know, not even her that was like, she to be there there was part of me that was like i need my mom to be with me you know because you know 17 18 you're out on the road out of nowhere you get a record deal all of a sudden i'm singing a job ja, on a ja rule song <laughs> everything <laughs> i'm doing music videos like it's it could be crazy a lot but it was actually kind of really exciting and it was fun because i had her by my side i, I knew i was gonna be okay yeah yeah
0: what was that career defining moment that you'll never forget
1: other than my own concert Oh, man. When I did the movie, Be Cool. When I did the movie and I actually got the job, I knew I was up against a lot of really big singers. And the movie is about a singer, and it's Linda Moon, and I'm playing Linda Moon. And I've got John Travolta acting as my manager. I've got Uma Thurman fighting for me. I'm on stage with Aerosmith singing a song live. I've got uh, The Rock, Cedric the Entertainer, all these people. This whole movie is around this character, Linda Moon. That was when I was like, wow. This is crazy. It like I had to pinch myself. And I still think about it, I wish I could redo it all over again. Just because I wasn't that was like I was in such awe that I was around such amazing stars. And then within that was getting off stage with Aerosmith and singing with Steven Tyler. And I was like, wow. This is real. This is happening. It wasn't just like the world was moving and I'm working, working, working. It was like, whoa, you did it. Yeah. That was cool. That's crazy. Yeah. That, actually,
0: I just got chills of that.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
0: What's it like being a mom in the music industry? Because I being feel like sometimes people look down upon mm-hmm. women who want to be moms and who want to have kids.
1: Honey, live your life. Anybody who frowns upon that has no heart. Um, we have, we are providers. Women are just such amazing miracle makers we make children it's so incredible what that's we a can, crazy thing i wish you could get pregnant SM. i wish i could get pregnant. honey i wish you could <laughs> so you could understand what this feels like it's a very powerful feeling yeah we're in a better place than years ago when it was like uh, you know you get pregnant, your career's over. that was like the idea, yeah, you know, and um women, I think, started to reshape that thinking. I feel really good being a woman of influence to a lot of other women that you can still continue your career, if anything, you might be even better at what you do and 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 love your job even more than you ever did before, yeah. and when you have a child, everything becomes new, and love and passion is just like fueled differently. You know, don't get me wrong, it's still, you know, you're waking up in the middle of the night, you're also feeding babies, you know, you're doing all of that stuff. But when you give yourself that credit and you pat yourself on the back and say, if I can accomplish this, and in this day and age, you got the internet, we have phones, we have things, you can actually accomplish a lot of other things at the same time, even if you are at home. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good time. So um, yeah, go moms of the world, keep you kicking get ass. It work your ass off, do what you want to do. Take you a break too. get it. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves to actually take a break.
0: Yeah, but you know what? In, in the world of entertainment, you take a break. Everyone is scared. Somebody else is going to come it's up on true, your shit it's and true. run up on your shit.
1: Yeah. How do you take a scared. break whenever you're hot, whenever you're doing it? <laughs> You gotta start creating creating your lane, you know? If you're, your lane is not, nobody could take your lane. You are you, You, if you're great at what you do, they can't take your lane. Yes, there's lots of young and new and fresh, but there's a new lane. I'm getting older, so I'm not gonna be playing cheerleaders for all my life, you know? So I have to accept that there's gonna be the new cheerleaders playing all the bring it ons and the love Don't cause of things and all that stuff. But maybe I'll be producing that movie. Or maybe <laughs> I'm gonna write that movie. You know, I'll find a new lane for it. If I know it well and I love it, then I'll, I'll figure out a way to, uh, um, you know, either stay within it or else grow from it.
0: Right? Yeah. Um, I talked to K- Kiki Palmer the other day. Oh, I love her. And J-Lo and it was really funny oh, okay. because... J- yeah, I just talked just, to J-Lo Just Kiki. drop that J-Lo at you. <laughs>
1: just drop that.
0: And, you know, Cardi also told me in the past that there were no women that ever... Helped them or took them under their wing when mm-hmm. they were coming into this industry. Mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer actually said Queen Latifah was one who yeah. kind of sort of you know took her under the wing and kind of sh- you know is that mentor for her. Did you have that same situation where someone who was in your shoes before you kind of sort of took you under that?
1: Um, or was I- it every
0: man for themselves?
1: I mean, it's kind of every man for themselves, because I think everybody's so busy um, that everyone's got like, handling their own business. But I did have some kind words. Like there were times I run into like a Jana Jackson, and she just said the right things to me. And I'm like, first off, you're my idol. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Or also just watching Jennifer Lopez. On you know music videos and yeah. movies, you know I think I was more influenced by their interviews and their words and seeing them being an example. Um, nobody really took me under their wing like that, um, and I wasn't really searching for it, but I definitely would have taken any and in all information because it's great to have a mentor. Yeah, it's great when you have a good, good mentor, but no, I um, unfortunately I can't say that there was anybody I can accredit to that other than you know normal family type stuff. I
0: wish women in music and in entertainment just kind of helped women each other out
1: more. Yeah. I feel like I it see didn't happen. Did you see Megan Thee Stallion? She's like all about girl power, girl rappers, all that stuff. Come 100%. on. 100%. She's like all about, you know, and I love when you you hear other women in the industry talk about like that they're like, you know, I'm the 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 more the better I was always like that like growing up I always like you know would make friends with people you'd see like you know Beyonce you would see Kelly Rowland yeah. and them on the road and stuff and we would get to spend like you know all of like 10-15 minutes in between you know a performance or something like that but like those those their happy faces and their energy and then being such positive women felt good within that moment we try to hook up and hang out together but to be honest with you our schedules just never merge. it just yeah. never happened I never took um offense to it ever ever with any anybody like I was always like hey I'm you want to go do lunch gonna do it but eventually after like the whole music industry thing and I was in LA I started to take it upon myself to make sure I made an effort to go out to people and say okay if we're gonna go do lunch let's go do lunch let's do it worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole
0: There's a shift in celebrity right around three or four years ago where the tabloids kind of moved into the blog space. Okay. And I feel like for some reason, blogs feel like they can report on any and everything, even if it's not substantiated. Mm -hmm. As a celebrity, how much do you hate the blogs?
1: You know, I don't pay attention to the blogs as much anymore. Um, I go there just for laughs. I get a good laugh at some of the stuff. They don't even write about me anymore. They weren't write about like all the like love and hip hop people, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. We know is not even real half the time. They're just like rallying people up to watch the show. Right. Um, but I mean, growing up, definitely. I mean, back in my day, it was like media takeout. YBF. They were the, yeah, YBF was always nice to me. Thank goodness. Media takeout was the one that was like they were on my ass. They would write anything they possibly could um sometimes it was good and then sometimes it just turned on you most of the time it was on you and it was usually saying that I was a hoe or something like that and um and like they knew like my my actual dating life and half the time it wasn't even real or it's funny it was it's it's so funny like where we are now because being labeled for your dating life was like you know it just kind of was whack and now you're like Yes, hot girls. This even though hot girl slumber is not about hooking up with guys. It's actually about smart women, women yes. going to college, doing their yes. thing, living their life. So I'm, I'm really happy we've been able to kind of change, um, you know, the definition of what, what people try to label us to kind of put us down. Yeah. So yeah, the you know that's that was more of the career type of things that I would have to deal with in the um in the blogs when I first started, and of course it annoyed the crap out of me, but. You know, I ignored it. I mean, it's kind of like high school. It's like a long, drawn-out high school. But with money. Yeah, that. <laughs> but
0: with All you have to do, yeah, money. It's like, what are you going to do? You're loving life right now.
1: Living my best.
0: Living your best. Living what can, best what can make it better?
1: What can make it better is everyone watching this movie.
0: <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> talk about this movie.
1: Hey, 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 hey.
0: I want to be in a Netflix movie.
1: I did too, and I'm so happy I finally did one. It's Falling in Love, two ends. It's really exciting, my first rom-com on Netflix, so. I like a sup- swirl
0: rom-com. I
1: do like a lot of swirl
0: rom-coms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I said, I'm an open, open-minded open girl, so there's a swirl that happens in this one.
0: In this movie, your character is like a city girl. She yeah. has a design firm. She lives in San Francisco, yeah. she is like confident, she is successful, yeah. and then she has a bit of a rocky, A life moment. Yeah, and then she moves Mm -hmm. to the country. Would you ever do the same thing?
1: Ooh, I've done that before. I've moved before when I've like had a rocky situation. Because I'm a strong believer. What I love about Gabriella is that she doesn't stay stagnant. Like she's going through a rocky situation in her life. She's kind of like having an epiphany. Like okay. Everything that I thought it was, it's not really adding up. Like, my boyfriend, we've been together for three years. He doesn't even want to put clothes in my closet. Like, where am I going with this? Yeah. My career, I'm a career driven woman, but yet these men don't respect me and my job. And, you know, and then all of a sudden her, her, co- her, that, that job even crumbles is no longer a business. So it's like, you know, she could just sit there and just act like a big old baby about it. But then, you know, or she could just take a chance and try something new. And that's what she does. So she goes to, you know, the countryside and tries something new and I think I'm capable of doing something new I'm actually I love something new I'm a very adventurous person in life I never know where life could take you so um, yeah but the
0: country is not Malibu the country is is not south of france yeah
1: it's new zealand it's new zealand i mean i told you i flew all the way across the world and ended up finding love in the most in the oddest place of course it was the south of france but i do (laughs) believe you can find love in new zealand you know especially if you're looking for a nice humble good guy good people people who aren't like you know jaded yeah i think uh it's important sometimes to not get caught up in the idea of what you think love is or what you think your person should be doing in the career and all that other stuff because if not then you might you might you know pass by your romeo or juliet
0: yeah Mm -hmm. now you i feel like in a few years i'm gonna say two you know you have jennifer hudson coming out with aretha's story Mm -hmm. you've had you know beyonce do cadillac records what story do you want to bring to life
1: you know who i've always admired um if i could bring to life of anyone it would be like diana ross or Janet Jackson, D-
0: but the Lifetime Janet Jackson with the drama? No, and the no Lifetime, are like, or is it a? Is
1: Somehow it like a it's movie got to be a classic, really good movie that's got to tell some. Like it's got to be like let's let's make it a Stars Born vibe. Yeah, let's go that route. I
0: see you doing the Janet,
1: and I, I love her to pieces. They probably pick somebody else for that, and then probably years and years and years from now, and some girl who has no idea. Who Janet what is. she really means to us is gonna do is gonna play it, but I hope they do pick somebody really good, or I could play Halle Berry, or <laughs> I take the Halle Berry story. <laughs>
0: Can you be that crazy?
1: Oh, you wrong. Oh, she went there. I can't she do that. Went she went there. She went there. Okay,
0: you guys, you have to check out. Fallen in love on Netflix. Because <laughs> no. Adam Demos, in this movie, I've never seen this man before in my life. But I feel like I want to see him all the time.
1: <laughs> he's a very handsome guy. He's um, from Australia, and he's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and here I am like 5'2". Um, so he's a very handsome Brood, you know, I would say uh for you know a cohort and a, a rom com, you know, so he's a good look on me, which yeah. is great because I'm so tiny. <laughs> Every woman wants to feel like you're protected. And you got this guy next to you, so he definitely gives that off, and he's also a really awesome guy. So,
0: well, your man is in entertainment, mm-hmm. but he's in music. Yeah, you are an actress. Sometimes you got to get a little hot and steamy with yeah. people. Yeah how do you talk your bed into watching that seed without slipping out
1: okay first off he just started doing movies too and i'm pretty sure he kisses a girl in the movie he just did but i'm not asking i don't want to know because i've been doing this way longer than him yeah. And I've kissed guys probably in every single project that I've ever done. So I'm pretty used to it and I know what it's like. In the beginning it used to be really uncomfortable. Now it's just my job. If I like the person as a person, it's even better because for some reason it's, I'm very comfortable with them and it just is our job. And the second they say cut, we're like, All right, what's up? Let's go get let's go to the crafty. Let's yeah. go be you know, it's just a job. And so because I've experienced that, I understand that for him. And he already gets that with me. So I'm so happy he's never made it an issue. I haven't yet watched a scene with him and yes of course this is a rom-com so what can you expect there's a lot of close moments where we almost kissed there's There's a lot of moments moments. but you got to be confident he just did a music video and he's like all face to face with this girl I couldn't even (laughs) tell if they were kissing but I was like I only watched it one time it was good enough for me I was like okay good job babe all right, on. Do you on. get a
0: little hot under the collar? Because as African Americans and as uh, Cubans, yeah. sometimes you get a little possessive. I
1: can. I can be. But actually, because of his sense of confidence, I, it, it sets off a good example for me. But I am a little bit more uh, spicy. I'm spicier than him about that kind of stuff. Oh, I, I, I just are. might not out- act on it. Sometimes I just like internalize it, talk to a friend, or I just let it go. Because I'm like, I, I know that he's a good guy and he's not doing anything. But if I feel something, if I'm triggered by something that just doesn't feel right, something that I see around me that's not right, that Mm -hmm. could end up being something, I'm like, I'll say something.
0: Have you ever done a drive-by?
1: I definitely done a drive-by, for sure. For my friends, me and my friend, we're double dating these guys, we did a drive-by, yeah.
0: What was the most intricate (laughs) drive-by you've ever done in your life? (laughs) And bitch, don't even make me pull out a drive-by story in that blue Mercedes. Okay, Okay, so. Let's just It doesn't have to be yours It could be where You I assisted I have a good one. Give me the I did give, assist Give me the best My by.
1: girlfriend And her husband Her husband had just Kind of like Said that he wanted To break up with her And he had the car And we had to go Steal the car back So we drove All the way From the valley All the way to Malibu Where she thought The car might be All the way Through this driveway no. You know Into in t- somebody's house It was like This house And they were like two other cars parked there in the middle of night, four o'clock in the morning, and silently, like she had the extra key, she silently ran, got the car and we like had the lights off and everything and drove off with the car. So she got her car back. Turns out he was also had a new girl and everything. So it was a combination thing, but we were gonna get her car back. So this mother woke
0: up with no car. Yeah. So Christina Milian almost (laughs) went to jail. Christina Milian almost went to jail. I left in
1: my car, my girlfriend left in her car. It was hers.
0: Have you ever flown to do a drive by? Flown through. Flown to do a drive by.
1: Ooh, ooh.
0: I've used some miles to do a drive by. You
1: have? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. That hurts my heart. I'm so scared. That would make me. My blood would like. Obviously, your blood was boiling, right?
0: I had three hours to figure it out, bitch. I was on that Delta flight. That (laughs) mother upgraded me. I was drinking. I was ready. That is juicy. What were you right? What happened? I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. My gut is a bitch. You didn't I was get wrong. Caught, did you? But you didn't get caught. No, I didn't get caught. I did not okay. get caught. But I, I admitted it later on in life. I was to, like, just like, so you know, I, yeah, because he was like, I've done some crazy things in this relationship. I'm like, not as much as me. He's like, no, <laughs> I've been crazy to you. I'm like, oh, f- I did a drive by with Delta. OK.
1: I've Bye. caught people before by accident. <laughs> Tell me. They were sleeping.
0: Oh, they weren't even in the act. They were. No, it was the act after. was over
1: and they were sleeping, and I came to come see my boo.
0: Did you wake him up? Oh, boy. Yeah. Did you wake her up? Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell me, how long ago was They're it? They're lucky they walked
1: out alive. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> This is years ago, a couple of years ago, maybe four years ago.
0: When you were spicier.
1: I could still be spicy, don't get me wrong. If I ever caught that, you know, anything like that, you never know how you're gonna act.
0: Were you good at breaking into phones?
1: One time I did and I succeeded at it. When I was dating Nick Cannon, I like the password somehow worked on the, on the first check and I was right. And then next thing you know, I was reading, for like a month, I was reading messages.
0: <laughs> Wait, you were doing Intel for an entire month.
1: I was stuck in Romania.
0: Oh, you had time.
1: Yes, I had time. So I was like, I cannot bust him while I'm away. I need to bust him in person. So in the meantime, I'm gonna get my intel, make sure that this is for real, for real, and it was for real. So it was enough.
0: So you were doing some PI work for a month.
1: I could, yeah, I couldn't help, but I was bored too. So it just like gave me something to do. It was it became like entertainment.
0: But how do you hold <laughs> on to that? Because I feel like it, look, if I'm on week one of a four week thing. I'm gonna blow the load on, on week one. I'm gonna say, listen, by the way, I know you talking with Sherry, bitch, don't make me fly from Bolivia.
1: We were just so close that I think at that time I couldn't deal with the idea that if we ended up breaking up, I wasn't gonna get to see him again. So I wanted to be able to see him, see him in person, go over it, not like it would change anything, but part of me was like, he was kind of like my first love at that yeah. time. It was unreal that it was happening, he was living at my house, everything too. And it was just like, wait, under my own roof, this is happening? That's crazy so it kind of blew me away. When I look at it now, I'm like, I mean, not that it was right, because I don't think it's right for anybody, because I was doing good. But, you know, it is what it is, and obviously wasn't meant to be, and, and I'm sure he's maybe changed his ways, I'm sure. Yeah. We all grow up, but.
0: Do you think you and Nick Cannon would have dated had you not done the movie?
1: I was wondering. Oh, if, no, uh-uh. You think it's doing no, the No, because he tried to date me before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, oh, he's such a nerd or things like that. You know, I just wasn't into him. He was nice, but I loved bad boys and he just wasn't bad enough for me. And then if it wasn't that when we did the movie, it was just kind of like, you know, it's like an ongoing date and I was single and everything. So it was just like he actually was exactly what I needed at that time, because I used to date such a bad boy that I needed the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Is there
0: a role or song you passed up that you wish you wouldn't have?
1: Um, no. Say, no. oh, Carmen said yes uh, you know no okay okay I didn't pass it up. The thing is they kind of took it for from me before I actually got to record it but it was my story at that time but now we're gonna bring up some whole other stuff now I'm gonna be in the blog no say it this is so long ago.
0: What song was it?
1: I'm not gonna say say it. You you, still, you you and your mm-hmm, you the one all that, that started stuff in the, the background. No one Carmen. comes for a pregnant woman. Oh my gosh. No. I'll tell you. Actually, I got offered to do the um, to do a duet with Rihanna on SOS. S O S And at the time, the label has said we were going to go more urban and they were like we're going to go more urban for this album. You're going to work with Cool Andre XYZ. And so I was doing a more urban, you know, approach of music and when I heard SOS, I liked the song, but the thing was it reminded me of AM to PM and the opposite. It reminded yes. me of going pop again. So I was like, I don't want to keep confusing the audience because Def Jam did it to me all the time. One day I would be Def Jam, then I'd be Deaf Soul, then I'd be Island. Like They switched me around so many times at the label. I finally had to like stand up for something and be like, okay, L.A. Reed said we're going to be urban. This is what we're going to do and I'm going to have to like turn this turn it down. Yeah. So um, I kind of wish it really was part of my lane, I guess you could say. It was it was what I did. Yeah. Um that it would have been fun to say I did a song with Rihanna cuz I love Rihanna. I think she's an amazing artist. I think
0: she's unbelievable. She's but so dope. Tell me about the song. Who? You cannot open the door that Carmen opened and say, oh, my God, I no, got the song No, you already snatcher. got the
1: juice. That was it. We'll, we'll that's, we... a, that's juicy. They're going to put that on the blogs everywhere.
0: Just tell me the song. No.
1: Tell me the happening. song. Tell you. Never. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Yeah, we had some good times. Yes, we did have some good times. In
0: the old Ed Hardy days. Oh,
1: my gosh, yeah. We got to, yeah, Ed Hardy days and a little bit more after that. And then the you... Sugar Shack. Everybody went off and did their thing. I'm really proud of everyone. Proud right? Of
0: you, us, all of us. The Sugar Shack had some good times and some good launching careers, some points. Yeah. You know, I... Look up to you, and I think you are such an unbelievable person. And the one thing I have to say about you is, the day I met you nine years ago, you are still that same person, still humbled, still amazing, richer, but still you're the same You're finer. Person. I had a glow up, yo. You
1: have. You've definitely had the glow up. You're a boss. Like you're a boss. Boss life. I would never have known. Like going from like you know the. That, that you'd be like running TV, and like I love watching you on television. By the way, and hearing your opinion, and just like hearing you talk, and just seeing you do what you do—it's—it's—it's it's, it's pretty. It's a really awesome journey. So really the same thing it. goes here, by the way. Ooh, I got your beignets. <laughs> ah! Can you? You want some? <laughs> you so these are our beignet box beignets. Oh, yes. Hello, uh, Justin. Okay, by the way, oh, no. yes, honey. Oh, you like it, huh?
0: This is so good, honey.
1: We've been working on that recipe for a while.
0: Are people eating this shit in LA? They,
1: they love having it. Yeah, they love it
0: everywhere. Yeah. Where yeah. is this truck at?
1: Studio City in Calabasas, baby. Oh
0: my God.
1: We're going to we so come to more locations. So you got to come see. The room? Us. Yeah, yes. you guys so got to have, have some. I'm greedy. You guys have got to try this. <laughs> Thank you. I have one. Wait, two more. One more. So funny. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I got
0: something for you, too. Thank you, Liz. This is everything.
1: hmm Oh, you brought me a present, yeah. too? I got a little something for you, too. Shut up? I hurt the boy. Good times. Baby on the way. Got a new movie coming out.
0: We got beignets. really
1: good beignets. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Look at this. I got a sippy cup.
0: Just a sip, the sip honey. The sip. Just the sip.
1: Oh my gosh. That is so cute. Oh my gosh. My baby's gonna have a whole cute little wardrobe. Your baby's
0: gonna have just the sip sh- all over the place.
1: I love this. Thank you.
0: I'm so happy you like it. I By the way, it. this beignet is, did
1: you guys taste it? It's good, right?
0: Y'all better get into these beignets. Did you learn a lot about me today, Vanessa? I I did. (laughs) Yeah, we like used to live together randomly because everyone used to live at the Sugar Shack. Okay, wait, Um, wait, wait. What is the Sugar Shack? That's what we were all wondering. The Sugar Shack was this condo that I lived at with my girlfriend Liz when I first moved here. And Christina used to stay there and used to chill there. And they ended up moving in together at another Sugar Shack. So we always joked that the Sugar Shack was kind of the birthplace of everybody. Why is it called The Sugar Shag? You know what, I can't tell you why it's called The Sugar Shag. <laughs> that's but what I thought. <laughs> it's called The Sugar Shag for a reason. She is just an open book. She's really quite, I, I've never you know, been around her in person. She's pretty spectacular. She's very nice and she's grounded in everything you said. And so open and so talented. Like but that's her on and off camera. Like, no, I know. That energy yeah. is everything. I'm so happy for her. And you guys, if you want to watch this interview go down, go to YouTube, type in Just the Sip. It's on the e news page. You can watch this one and many more, I'm telling you. And don't forget to follow me at The Lady Sitter on Instagram. I'll be back with another Just the Sip.